Welcome to Talk Tennis, a podcast created specifically for you, the tennis fanatic. Join us each week as we work to elevate your game both on and off the court. We will deliver fresh episodes to keep you up to date with tennis trends and technologies, as well as exclusive interviews with industry experts, current and former pros, and so much more. Here's your host, Michelle. Welcome to Talk Tennis. Today's guest is going to tell us all about the Rally Tennis app, which I just downloaded and I am now on. And welcome, Matt Vogels. Thank you for joining me on the podcast today. Thank you so much for having me. Um, like I mentioned, I'm a huge fan of the podcast and I feel like it is, it is talking a little bit like a celebrity right now, talking <laughs> to a celebrity. So I'm oh, not going to get wow. too nervous. I'll, <laughs> no. be, I'll be good throughout. I'll ask for autographs later. Oh, please. You're Now I'm <laughs> blushing. <laughs> no way. Um, thanks for listening and tuning in. We appreciate the support. And you are the perfect kind of person to be featured on this podcast because tennis, obviously, we like to geek out on all things tennis. And tell me exactly what Rally Tennis app is. I have a ton of questions, but like, let's keep it simple and then we'll we'll funnel it down. So what is Rally Tennis? Rally Tennis is a mobile app on iPhone and Android. Um, we're only in the U.S. We have plans on expanding globally as soon as we can. But essentially for players in the United States, it's the easiest way to help you find players nearby and play more tennis. At the end of the day, that's kind of our mantra. Everything we think about is how do we get players to play more tennis? And we do that in a couple of ways. You sign up, create your account, and then you join leagues. And there's two different types of leagues. We have practice partner leagues, which are uh, free. They give you the ability to go in and share your availability, chat with different players in your area, and just schedule practice sessions. You can do hit arounds, you can do practice matches, whatever you want. But there's no leaderboard, there's no score recording specifically. It's just kind of casual. And then we have what we call our competitive leagues. And those are leagues that you join that run kind of as seasons. So you do 10-week seasons, you play as many matches as you want. Um, you schedule, you know, in my case, I do like three to four matches a week sometimes if I can. Um, and you record those scores. It goes into a leaderboard. And at the end of the 10 weeks, we do a playoff based on uh, the rankings and the leaderboard. And then it just restarts again. So it's kind of a year-round tennis season that you can join and leave anytime you want and just play more tennis. I love that. So I, it's no secret around here. At least I'm obsessed with Peloton and this is giving uh-huh. me like Peloton vibes yep. where you like get in, get competitive, like here's oh, yeah. the app, like check uh-huh. in. Okay. I love that. We're thinking that too. Peloton has been a huge inspiration for us where we're, we're doing badges right now. We actually just finished working with a local artist um, here in Colorado to do badges for playing a certain amount of matches, most matches this week. And then we'll do national too, where you'll be able to compare yourself to people across the country um, and you know, almost record your scores and match up against players across the country too. So as much as we treat everything in the app as regional leagues in you know, LA, New York, Chicago, where we want to build that global or national community like Peloton has as well. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, they. I, I love that. I'm on like a, what is it? How many, how many weeks streak? I'm on a streak. <laughs> Love it. We have, we're doing streak badges too. Streaks are powerful. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I love hearing that and I can totally get behind that. But then I also kind of wanted you to possibly walk our listeners through the ease of use. Cause like I said, I downloaded the app. I actually just went to your website and scanned the QR code because I feel like with COVID, we all know how uh-huh. to do that. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, um, it was super easy for me to register. I just like threw in my name, my email and found my location and my local tennis court, which our area is a little small. So we got to, we got to build some tennis courts on the app, I think. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> but like jump right in. And I already saw that there's a practice partner available and all of that. So maybe you can talk um, a listener through download to usage. Thank you for that. The QR code was something that we actually saw on a, I think it was a different podcast where they were like, oh, put a QR code on your website. You want them to download an app because you're right. You go to it on your computer, download it with your phone and it's easy. But yeah, we, we try to make it as easy as possible. You download the app, uh, you'll create a profile, which really is just you know, your name, your photo, um, your USD or NTRP rating to, to figure out where you match up with folks. And then you pick what we call a home court. So you can zoom in on your location 
Uh, I think we uploaded like 40,000 courts, but we're adding I think dozens or hundreds a day at this point because there's so many tennis courts. Um, there's a good problem to have. You pick your local court, and then based off of that, we've pre-populated and pre-created leagues across the country. And the way that works is we went into about 275 markets or cities in the United States and said, okay, we're going to create a practice partner league, which is just one league for all ratings and genders. But then we created or pre-created, you know, men's 3-5, women's 3-5, men's 4-0, women's 4-0. And the way it works is when you join, if a league is available, you'll be able to jump right in. And what I mean by that is if there's eight or more players, a league is active. You can jump right in, start playing, scheduling matches. Those seasons are started. If there's not, we, we put it in kind of a wait list type of period where you join the wait list. You can invite more players to, to get on the wait list. Um, our goal is to get to eight players at each level and rating um, as soon as possible because then you can start playing Practice partners are live from day one. So if there is one or two people in your area that are looking for practice partners, those are always active and you can start playing people right away there. But assuming that there's a league active in your area, um, we try to keep it as flexible and as easy as possible for that as well. So you go in, we have a page called the availability screen, which shows the next two weeks of time. And then you get to pick whether you're available to play morning, day, or evening. And based on the day, and it's just a bunch of tabs. So you're like, oh, I can play Monday nights, Tuesday nights, Saturday morning, Sunday morning. And then it's almost like a matchmaking app at that point where we essentially say, oh, there's five players that have these same availability as you do that are in your area. You can then reach out to them, chat with them directly and schedule a match. And once the match is scheduled, shows up in the app on your calendar, you show up, play, record the match, and that's it. And it's kind of a rinse and repeat of trying to find players to play with, playing those matches, recording those matches. And hopefully we have enough players where you can do that year-round um, in places like uh, Chicago, L.A. I looked this morning because I'm, I'm going to be traveling out to L.A. in the next couple of weeks. And there were 55 players today looking for a match in, in L.A. And it was like, I'm like, I, it's almost to a point in our app where in some places we have to kind of speed along what we thought we had to do. Like, oh, we have months until we have to worry about that many players looking for matches in a single area. But in some places like LA, Chicago, New York, Miami, um, we have a lot of players that are wanting to play today. Uh, so hopefully in some of those markets and hopefully all markets, we can get to a point where the problem is that there's just too many people to play with and you kind of have to pick and choose. That's crazy, but that's so cool. And I always kind of say, I love this area that we live in San Luis Obispo, uh -huh. but it's not as big of a tennis area. So I get, <laughs> yep. I get so jealous and I have a little bit of FOMO when I hear about like the LA leagues and all these yeah. players or Atlanta. Uh -huh. um, talk to me a little bit about someone that might be a little more introverted and like trying to jump on this app and like really or even someone that's just moved to the area and trying to make friends or create their tennis circle? Yeah, that's a great question. That kind of brings in the what we saw repeatedly during COVID last year. And one of the reasons why we wanted to create the app to begin with, we, we launched the app in June, mid-June, but we started building it earlier in the year. And a lot of that was based on feedback that we were getting in the summer of last year, COVID last year, obviously there was a huge boom and people playing tennis because it was one of the safer sports to do. People wanted to be outside. They wanted that community and meeting people. And what we saw was a huge amount of growth in beginners, tennis players or people that had never played tennis before. And that brings in exactly what you're saying, where you're new to this community, new to this sport. How do you break in and do that? So we, we built the app almost specifically to help people get into that. So both in when you're picking your rating, matching you with people that are at your rating. And when you are new to the sport, your rating is going to be lower. We try to put all those folks together and give them the resources to start playing right away. Um, we're also building out something right now that works almost like a social activity feed, so to speak, where when you do join an area or join a league, we'll post something that introduces you. You can have some pieces in there that's, you know, hi, my name is X and I like long walks on the beach. And <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And get to know those folks. And the other thing that we've done purposely is in as many markets as we can, we have folks that we call our, our brand ambassadors, our founding city members that will reach out personally and help you along that process. So if you're 
creating an account in LA, you're new to the city, new to tennis in general, we've created an experience that hopefully welcomes you in the people. I think the other thing about the tennis community in general is almost more than any other sport, it is very welcoming, oddly enough, because I think it gets a, not a bad rap, but I think a lot of folks look at tennis as maybe an exclusive sport, country club sport, you could say. But my experience, I only started playing tennis a few years ago and I was in the exact same boat of, I'm new to this whole community. I was amazed at how strong the embrace was from the, the tennis community and folks in it. People just love to play tennis. They love meeting new people and they welcome you into that. So we've kind of just ridden that wave with the tennis community in general uh, to welcome folks in and to, to make them feel invited. And again, I think putting folks that, uh, that are all in that same level in the same place is also really helpful because what's really tough when you're joining those communities is if you're either, even if you used to play, but you haven't played in a while, you're coming in slower. It's nerve wracking to all of a sudden be like, oh, wow, that player is really good. I'm not that good. I'm probably just going to quit. So we, we do a really strong job at welcoming those players and putting them together so they're not overwhelmed and can kind of grow uh, alongside each other there. That's really cool. Um, and that's what I was wondering too. So if a player matches up with someone and let's say their levels, like maybe they put their level in wrong or, or maybe they, maybe someone wanted to play someone better than them or vice uh -huh. versa. Does that happen? Yeah. And like, how it does happen? Okay. <laughs> it does happen. Um, we have a, I've had this personally happen last week. I played somebody who had never picked up a racket before. It okay. was really athletic and marked themselves as a four zero. <laughs> and I played it. It was not the case. Um, but I think it, it is, it's tough. And this is a problem that, you know, we've spoken with folks at USTA and UCR. Self-rating is really hard, um, especially if you haven't played before. Um, so what we have built in is a way for you to, if you play somebody, it's a discreet way of saying like, hey, this person wasn't a 4-0. Okay. And really what that does is it notifies us. And then we reach out in a very empathetic way of, hey, Let's talk about this. We're happy to hop on a call with you and just explain what the tennis rating system, how it works and what it means. So we try to step in when that happens. And we've had a few out of our control where somebody will report somebody that way. But again, I think what's interesting is it's very empathetic. It's It hasn't been a, this person said they were a 4-0 and they were not a 4-0. I'm very <laughs> upset by this. It's also it's very caring. We actually had somebody reach out and say, yeah, I played this guy and I was not a 4-0. He was like a four or five and he offered me lessons on the spot. And we spent the whole hour and a half just improving my ground strokes. And I was like, that's perfect. We, we want that type of stuff to happen. Um, so we can't prevent it from happening, especially in self-rating. It's going to happen, even if we explain or try to explain those rating levels. But again, we'll, we'll help you get to that right spot. I think the community does a good job of doing that as well. That's cool. Yeah, that's really nice to know that there is the availability to add feedback and like allow adjustments. Exactly. I can imagine that this is an amazing tool for the person or player who is traveling, whether it's for work or even on vacation. A lot of people will bring their rackets and they have no idea who to play with. Um, this has got to be a big part of it as well, I guess. Yeah. It was an unexpected part. I think especially during COVID, we didn't build it for the traveling person to play tennis everywhere. But we've had a lot of feedback for that. And although the product isn't built for that today, what you would do is, let's say that you sign up, your home court is in LA, you're traveling to New York. We had somebody just yesterday that had this example. All you would need to do is you go and you update your home court and you can change it you know, temporarily update it to Central Park, and now you're in New York. But now you have access and can see all of those leagues, including the New York Practice Partner League that has over 200 players in it. And you join it, and you can schedule matches and start doing it right away. You don't lose any of your previous. So if you were in LA and you had leagues going on there, you're not losing those by switching your home court. We allow you to change it as much as you want. So for this particular person who travels between LA and New York frequently, he is now a member of the LA Competitive Leagues, the LA Practice Partner League, but also the New York Practice Partner League, where whenever he travels there, it's available. He can see it and then jump right in. Oh, I love that. And like in cities like LA, I mean, in a half hour, you're in Orange County. So it's like you can be traveling to different courts, too. So that's nice. If you're going to, if you're going to get in the car and get in the traffic, you might as well get some tennis in. <laughs> exactly right. Exactly right. And some of those places like New York and LA, we have LA Central, we have Orange County, but then we have like the Valley, we have all these different areas. Um, Cause in Colorado, where I'm calling from Denver, 
it's just Denver. There's other places around, but it's pretty much just Denver. Yeah. Um, so that's been a learning opportunity for us. And even in New York where like New York is one place, but there's, you know, the Bronx, Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, Jersey, all of that, that we try that to organize out to. Very cool. I love it. Okay. So now I need a little bit of background information on how this came to be, what your background is, how you even got involved in tennis. Like let's, let's, yeah, let's go. <laughs> um, so like I said, I started playing almost three years ago. It was right when uh, my wife got pregnant with our now two-year-old son. And we were both kind of in the phase of like, okay, we need to get some hobbies that are like outside, independent from one another. Uh, my wife's always been a runner. She runs marathons, half marathons. So she's always kind of had that, like, I'm going to go on a run by myself and get out. Yeah. And I never had that. I played basketball growing up. But, you know, as you, after you graduate college and do that, it's hard to find a group of people to go do 10 people together to play. Tennis was one of those things I played when I was really young, when I was like eight years old, nine years old, and liked it. And I've never really been good at, you know, golf was another sport. I thought maybe I'll go do that. But, you know, it's expensive. It's kind of boring. I wanted something competitive. Tennis was kind of that. So then I started playing. So it would have been what summer of 2018. Is that right? Yeah, summer 2018. And I became addicted to it in, in, a, in maybe a bad way. It was like <laughs> to the point where I was playing almost every day. Like I was getting, I was trying to reach out to people. I used a bunch of different services, whether it was uh, USTA, uh, player courts, uh, tennis league network. There's a ton of local apps and things that you can use to find those players. I wanted to play almost more than these apps could provide for me. <laughs> um, but I met a lot of great people really quickly, was able to join a bunch of tournaments. And I very quickly, I think, grew from you know, the beginner player to 3-0, 3-5. And essentially, COVID was kind of the perfect opportunity for me personally in that where, you know, two years in, had that community. Now, all of a sudden, I was realizing there was, you know, twice as many people that were playing on the courts and doing that. They were all going through the same, you call it maybe the issue, but the problems that I was having when I first joined, because as helpful as these communities want to be, they're kind of gated, at least from the offset of, I don't know where to start. Where do I go for these things? Do I join this club? You know, USTA, like, what's my rating? There's all these things that when you're in them, they're welcoming, but from the outside, you just don't know where to start. Right. The part of Rally Tennis was meant to just solve that, where if we could create an app that was easy to use for beginners, but also people that knew and understood the sport um, and put, like put them together to kind of make that community where you want to play five days a week. Great. You can play five days a week. You want to play once a month. That's fine too. We welcome kind of all of those different levels. So Rally Tennis was kind of building something for what I wish I had almost three years ago for all of these new players that were coming in uh, last summer and throughout the year for COVID. And at the time, we uh, was working on a different product um, during COVID times, and it was kind of a perfect opportunity to build something new. And we have some investors, some incredible investors that were supportive that basically said, hey, if you love this, you're playing common tennis, you understand the sport, this sounds like something that needs to exist. Um, so we've had a lot of good support from our, our investors on that side. And it made perfect sense timing-wise to roll into it at the beginning of the year, capturing the growth that the tennis industry has had. Mm -hmm. And we've been blown away so far by, by what we've been able to see and do and the feedback that we've gotten. And the hope is that we can continue to grow that. Yeah. I think the biggest thing that I'm seeing as a positive is the flexibility because yeah. a, a lot of people, well, first of all, it's, it's intimidating to join the USTA, then join a league. And then if you yeah. are in one of these big areas where there's like so many leagues, there's like, do it. Did I get on the right team? Like, exactly. Oh this, yeah. Yeah. Like, and not everyone has set schedules that they can play every Wednesday at 11 o'clock. So exactly. this is a cool opportunity to, I feel like also you know, when you're in your area, you feel like you, you've maxed out on the people that you know that play tennis, but I can imagine that you would be meeting new people oh, on yeah. this app. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, we have. So for example, the last, like I said, I've been playing very actively over the last few years. We have probably five to 10 new people that join. Um, I'm a four O, so I'm a three, five, four O, four, five levels. I all kind of keep my, my fingers on to kind of play folks there. Um, we have at least 10 people joining a week, wow. Wow. all of which I've never met before. 
And wow. part of that is we get a lot of people moving to Denver, which is great. A lot of it is players that just haven't played in years. You know, they're late 20s, early 30s, 40s. They haven't picked up a racket since they were, you know, college or after college. And they're just getting back into it. So I think a lot of folks are in that boat where they used to play a lot and are now looking to get back into it. But as we kind of said, they've maybe lost that community a little bit. So they're almost rejoining from scratch again. Um, but we love to see that. We love to see folks coming back into the sport and providing that platform for them for them to do it. And you're exactly right on the flexibility side. We wanted to create something that allowed for that, especially today. I'd say um, I have a match actually in, in a few hours from now with somebody who lives in Colorado but works remote and can take time in the middle of the day yes. to go play tennis. <laughs> and that's a whole other thing I think that we're, we haven't even begun to really experience yet as people are still kind of in limbo mode of like going back to an office, not being in an office. But I would say half of the matches that I play are during the day, during the week with people that work full-time jobs where they are remote and can go out during a lunch break or late morning and play tennis, which I think is is fantastic. Um, a couple of folks I've talked to call it the hobby economy, which I think is going to be a huge thing over the next five years or so, where you can now do stuff midweek, midday, which if for any parents out there listening, is kind of our only free time. <laughs> uh, like weekends, I'm at home, we have a toddler. Nights, certainly, I'm at home, we have a toddler. But, you know, <laughs> Wednesday at 11 a.m., it'd be a perfect time to go play tennis if I could. Um, so having that flexibility is, is exactly what I think can bring more people into the game. Yes. I love that. Do you have like an average age? Cause there might be players, maybe they're in their twenties. They'd rather play with someone in their twenties, or maybe there's a senior player out there. They would rather play with senior players. How does that work? Yeah. So we, we track that on our side uh, as best we can. We don't have it split up yet. And the reason we did that at least at first was, we didn't know how many players we were going to have at each level. And the feedback we got early on was, let's say that you're a senior player, 65, you would rather still see some players in there, even if they were, you know, 40s, 30s, than no players at all. So what we plan on doing is over the next few months, as we get more players, especially in larger markets like LA, um, you'll be able to add that information into your profile. And then we'll be able to better match players at those levels, ages. Um, the other thing we're going to add is experience level where you can kind of mark along with your rating, how often do you play, um, you know, what you would consider as your activity level in tennis over the past 10 years, or maybe it's how long you've played tennis. We're going to try to find ways to make it so that you can further customize your profile, be it age or just your experience level and find other players that are at that same level. Nice. I love that. And then I want to know, I'm sure you've heard some like success stories, whether it's like someone found their new best friend or doubles partner. I feel like I could use this as like a recruiting tool if I was creating a team. So tell me some of those good stories. <laughs> yeah, we, it's funny. Um, we have a, not awkward, but we see it on both sides where we get a little bit of a dating app feel <laughs> yeah. And we don't want it. We definitely don't want it. Like it's not something we're trying to promote here. Shoot your shot on the tennis We do have like mixed leagues in certain areas where we have enough and we've launched those. And we had one person the other day that said, I think I found my future wife on this platform. They've played like a dozen times in the past month um, and just kind of took off and they go, so, you know, maybe we're making those things happen. It's certainly not our goal to do that. And in some cases we don't want necessarily want to, uh, approve that because sometimes people just want to go play tennis. You don't want to meet yeah. people that way on the courts, but it will happen. We've certainly had people where even in, in local leagues that meet those people that can play with consistently. We see that all the time where just from a data standpoint, um, we see folks that meet, they play one game. And then next thing you know, they've played a dozen over the course of a month, which we can just attribute to. And sometimes it's, they haven't played a match like a month before them. So we're only a couple months in, but it took them, you know, a week, two weeks, three weeks. They only played maybe one person. You find that one person that just matches up well with you. I mean, if you play tennis, you understand that you'll find those players regardless, even if you're a 4 they're a 4 Sometimes you don't match up. Your playing style is different. You don't play very well. But when you find that person that does have that playing style that suits yours, or you can get those good rallies going, you're going to end up playing quite a bit with that person. So we do see that quite often. 
Yeah, that's great. And honestly, tennis is so you meet so many unique people and it's like something that brings people together. So whether it's, you know, obviously not just like relationships, but even yeah. <laughs> I'm sure people have like found, you know, connections for jobs and hiring and stuff like that. So it's such the tennis world is so small and it's really fun when you kind of connect the dots like that. Yeah, we uh, we have chat integrated into the app so you can chat with people. And we don't monitor those. It's all, you know, hidden away. We can't read any of those. But we always joke it'd be interesting to see what some of those players are talking about because we, I've seen personally in my own chats where it does go away from tennis and it's, hey, I'm, uh, you know, thinking about doing a birthday party because he knows that I have a toddler son. Where it, So it becomes like a form of communication where half of my conversations in rally tennis are almost like text exchanges where it's the same thing I do with friends. We're not talking about tennis at all, um, but we built that relationship on the courts. And the other thing that's interesting about tennis is you meet somebody for the first time and you're in a competitive environment. It's almost like you fast forwarded meeting somebody as a friend by 10x because yeah. you, know, you, you go at a coffee shop and you're like, hey, how you doing? My name is Matt. I love about you exchange stuff. Very different when you go to a court and now you're competing against that person. You know you're sweating and it's French, it's 100 degrees outside. You're talking in between match or uh, games and sets and things, and you end up kind of not opening up strongly, but more so than I think you would in any other conversation. So you do build those relationships much faster. A hundred percent. Like some of my best chats have been like on a changeover with a friend exactly. or whatnot. So that's cool. Exactly. Tell me a little bit too about the difference between finding a singles match and a doubles match. Are you able to find doubles matches also? We don't have doubles yet. It's okay. probably one of the top five most requested features and we absolutely plan on building it in. We're going to add it into kind of a practice format where, like I said, you have this availability screen. You can go in and say, I'm looking for a match Wednesday night at this park. Um, you'll be able to eventually say, I'm looking for doubles match this time, this park. And then it's almost like a time slot that you can claim. So you'd be able to post and say, I'm looking for 300 people Saturday night, LA, let's go. And then 300 people will be notified and they can be like, oh, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. And then you can get four people together at the same place uh, to go and do that. We're going to call that match requests. And you'll be able to do that for singles or for doubles. Tournaments is another thing that we're going to be launching uh, maybe later this year in beta in certain cities, but certainly over next year. And we'll certainly have doubles there right out of the gate. So the ability to have a doubles partner enter a tournament and then play. I think the, the thing we're trying to figure out on the doubles side is how how do you match up with somebody in a league format that's ongoing mm -hmm. where, you know, it's 10 weeks long, like say, like our singles. What if somebody gets hurt on week four? Can the other person find a partner to replace them? Is the record still the same? There's so many things that we have to work out on that side. But certainly in tournaments and practice leagues, uh, we're going to be adding doubles functionality here, um, hopefully soon in certain areas. And, and that's going to be a really, really big improvement. And when exactly did the app launch? Mid-June. So we launched uh, like June 14th officially. We were in beta here in, in Denver for a few months. We kind of launched an early version in March, April. Um, so kind of ran it in between there, but launched officially nationwide in mid-June. Wow. That, I mean, that's amazing because I've got a lot of apps on my phone and, um, a lot of new apps really kind of struggle and yours is well, well done, easy to use. Um, and I'm not just blowing smoke up your butt. Like it was, <laughs> if I can sign up in less than five minutes and like figure it out, that's a good thing. Are you the one that created it? Are you like the master programmer behind it all? <laughs> Uh, not the master programmer behind it. Uh, I, I designed the app kind of on the front end perspective. We have two incredible engineers that live in Palm Springs, California, nice. um, that built out the app on, on the back side. So they're, they're the superstars that actually brought this thing to life. And we're lucky to have them there. Uh, we have a mini dream team, as we kind of call it on our side. Um, there's five of us total. So me, our two engineers, we have one person that leads all of our marketing and growth efforts. And one person that kind of fits on the operational side, customer success side, education side, getting players up and running. And then we all kind of wear different hats and run around uh, with our hair on fire sometimes to, to fill in those other gaps. But the other thing at the end of the day is we all play tennis. We all love this sport. 
And we really do mean it when at the end of the day, our goal is to get people to play more tennis. And I think that when you have a small group of people that's really genuinely passionate about bringing that to life, it will shine through everywhere. So not only do we have a great team that's highly capable of building uh, a great app and experience, but we really, really do care about the overall goal and what we're doing here, which I think makes a huge difference too. A hundred percent. That's really awesome. I always kind of like to hear about jobs in tennis that aren't as conventional or traditional. Like, oh, a lot of people think, oh, you, you want to work in tennis. You can be a coach. You can be, (laughs) you can sell stuff. Like the people get stuck. So what is your background? Um, How did you end up here? (laughs) Yeah. um, My background's in mobile app design, web design. Um, So certainly on the tech side, I've worked for for multiple startups, um, lived in San Francisco and did a lot of stuff there. Started multiple side projects, companies, raised money, all that type of stuff. So my background comes from outside of tennis building stuff like this. Um, and then the group of people that we have building this are all people I've known for a long time too, through all of those different adventures and things. Um, one of them is actually my brother, which is also a good kind of That's thing I've known cool. him for quite a long time. So I take all that experience. And then, like I said, started playing tennis a few years ago and take that personal experience alongside it and, and put those things together and, and rally tennis is kind of the, the mini child for that. That's very cool. That's awesome. So anyone listening, let's say you just started playing tennis, but you have a passion for the sport and you still want to find your way into the tennis industry. There are so many cool jobs out there. And Matt, it sounds like you just kind of created your own path and it sounds like it's been super successful. So -hmm. that's exciting. So far, so good. I think to add on that too, I think you're exactly right. The other thing I, I say about the tennis industry is that it's kind of ripe for stuff like this as well. It's been kind of historically, and I'm not bashing on anybody who's been here before, but a lot of it's outdated. A lot of it hasn't been updated in quite some time. It needs stuff like this from all aspects. From Maybe equipment isn't the right thing, but one of the reasons why uh, we love working with Tennis Warehouse so much is that Tennis Warehouse is, is a beacon of light in that side as well of how do we continue to adapt and provide new things in, in the way of, of tennis retail and getting players out there and playing tennis. You show that with a podcast like this, the videos that you create, which I think are still the best in the industry <laughs> by a long shot. Um, I certainly relied on them when, when figuring out what strings and rackets, those types of things. There's so much opportunity to continue to improve um, and companies like Tennis Warehouse are right at the front of that. Hopefully we're, we're close to the front of that as well, but there's still an unlimited amount on the media side. I think we, we hear this all the time of, how do I watch tennis these days? And I think oh. there's a huge opportunity to make, make that better. Commentary. There's a, there's a handful of folks that we work with on you know, the YouTube side and channel side to, to promote them because that's a whole other world that, that I think is ripe for, uh, for a big boom. And I'm excited for the space in general and tennis in general. Um, there's no secret, I think, that the United States especially has kind of fallen behind in the tennis world, especially we haven't had a – we have some incredible players today, don't get me wrong, but – to get a player back in the top 10, top five. Again, I think we're all hoping for that. Um, and I think a lot of that starts obviously here. It starts with getting more people to play tennis, um, to navigating through the world of what racket do I use? What strings do I use? All of those things work together to, to get more people here. So kind of a call for, if you are interested in tennis, there is a lot of opportunity to help make this sport better. And it doesn't even have to be a hobby there are ways to make a living and actually improve the sport as well. Yeah. I love that. And we kind of joke that tennis can be behind like five years, at least sometimes with at like, least, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like even cause we have running warehouse as one of our part, uh, sister companies and like, we'll see what they're, they're coming out with. And then we're like, cool, we'll see that in a couple of years kind of thing. Exactly. So yeah. it always has been this like sport that we're like maybe a little bit behind and like, yeah. we are starting to see, I mean, there's so many cool different apps, like there's apps now that can measure the speed of your yeah. ball with your swing vision. Yeah, yeah swing vision, to, exactly. to swing vision. They're, they're fantastic. Yeah. 
So they're, um, we're finally kind of catching up to the rest of the, <laughs> the world. I don't know. Um, so there are a lot of opportunities out there. Um, what else? I was going to mention on the app, I'm pulling it up real quick. There's something, what did I see? Something about share rally tennis and earn $10 for every player that joins. Talk to me about that. Whenever you invite somebody to play in rally tennis, when they sign up, you get $10 in credit that goes towards your account and they also get $10. So you share it, they get their, it's essentially a month free is kind of what it is. So as I mentioned earlier, our pricing is split between our competitive leagues, which require what we call Rally Pro, which is our subscription method. Um, it's $10 a month if you pay monthly, uh, $20 for three months or $69 for a year. You get to choose whichever plan works well for you there. And as many people as you invite, you accrue those credits, the $10, they go towards that plan. Um, and then the best part is, is the end, they also get those $10 in credits as well. So when you invite somebody, they get 10, you get 10. Um, but then, like I also said, if you're just interested in doing practice partners in those leagues, those are always free. So you don't have to have any sort of cash or money to, to play in those. Okay. Awesome. I need to text my friend in LA and see if she's on this because- You should. I feel like she's got to be because she's usually like on the breaking edge of all the cool new stuff, but she has been struggling with some of her teammates. And like, I know she's kind of like looking for the right people. I know that sounds silly. Like she plays a ton of tennis, but like, she just hasn't found her crew yet. So yeah. I'm like, this is going to be good for her. That, that kind of, that brings up kind of another point thing that we're thinking about is what we're calling private leagues. Uh, so this is something that I always joke to that tennis warehouse should do where we're allowing people to create just their own leagues with friends, colleagues, family, um, and then you can run those privately. So it's almost like you're the commissioner or owner of your league and it's hidden. So, you know, strangers can't join it. So when you do find that, that crew of people that you like playing with, you create your own league and then you can play just with each other inside of this little bubble that you create too. But that does happen. And I think the other thing we're noticing, especially with USTA, is you sometimes want to break out of those bubbles and play more. I'd say our four or five leagues, four O leagues and above, a lot of those folks are also in USTA. They also do a bunch of different league play, but they're looking to play more than what those bubbles or leagues provide them. So joining Rally is almost a way to be like, I want to expand beyond what I've been doing for the last five to 10 years, um, find new players to play with, new bubbles to join. Um, but then also we give you the opportunity to create new bubbles and find those players to, to kind of meet with. Um, we're trying to find, similar to Peloton, I mentioned that earlier, but other uh, even like e-game style where you can create teams or clans as well so that as you you know be like oh you should join my team and yeah. that's kind of a team but then you know you have your own banner and your own thing and then when you play other players you know you can have the tie to your account so we're thinking about ways to, to do that too yeah you gotta do that like, warehouse banner yeah you gotta do a yeah like on peloton it's the hashtag so exactly you could that would be so oh. I've got ideas for you. Like if you're doing a charity match or yep. something, oh yeah. my goodness, I love this. We're doing uh, <laughs> for tournaments and stuff too. We're, we're going to have sponsors for tournaments and one of them, uh, we're always going to try to have a sponsor that is more of a charity through that. So we'll give them kind of a free sponsorship thing, uh, thing there. But then using those hashtags and using those things as well. So there's yeah, there's so much opportunity to to bring awareness to some of those things too. You don't have to answer this, but what have you seen has been the most success with the growth of this? Has it been word of mouth or just kind of getting advertising or what's, what's worked the best? I would say word of mouth maybe at the top, but it's honestly, everything else is, is a really, really close second okay. to that. I think the, you kind of mentioned this, we're a passionate community. We're always looking for new ways to play tennis. So it's, it's a fairly easy sell, especially when you come in and you say, hey, we're, we're trying to build something to help you play more tennis. Mm -hmm. You like to play tennis, you're going to give it a shot. So we're not, it's kind of an easy sell to the right people. So our job has been how do we get in front of those people. Um, we work with Tennis Warehouse. We're working with groups on, uh, on YouTube and tennis channels and just trying to say, hey, we want to help you play more tennis. Give it a shot. So it's been I don't want to say easy, but it has certainly been, you know, easier than, than some of the other things I've tried to sell in the past. Um, because we're kind of, we're selling to people that love this sport and we want to, we're aligned with them and what they're trying to accomplish. So I think it's been just getting in front of those right people. And then once we do, after that, it's word of mouth. So in places, uh, once we hit that, uh, 
the threshold of, you know, 50 players, 100 players in a certain market, then a lot of it is worth now. Because the other beauty about tennis is that you kind of have to play with somebody else uh, or you want to play with other people. And even then, you have one person that you play with frequently, you want to play with a bunch of different people. So as soon as you meet somebody new, you're hitting around in the tennis court in your neighborhood and you see somebody hitting against the wall, you almost feel enticed to go to that person and say, hey, you should join this league and play here um, because I want to play with you. We're also noticing, um, you know, they want to count their matches in rally. So you almost meet somebody at a park and like, hey, you should join this app so that I can record our score type of thing. <laughs> There's a morality that goes into it because you want people to join where you're playing. So that's been really, really exciting to see. And not that it was unexpected. We, we wanted that to happen. But we have been very pleasantly surprised with how quickly, especially in, in larger markets, that that word of mouth has spread. Awesome. So if anyone's listening out there and you're downloading the app and you go experience an awesome hit or a match, I, I joke and everyone internally is tired of me talking about Peloton, but I cannot. <laughs> I'm obsessed. It's like oh, it, got, it got me through like quarantine. It's like, I literally have personal relationships with every single coach. <laughs> like those are my friends. Okay. And you're taking care of you. You're, you're, yeah. you're healthier, happier. All those things are tied together. So I, yeah, we're trying to create something similar there where you can have all of those things that you mentioned, the community aspect, the self-care fitness aspect, but the, the social aspect of meeting new people and competing and those things are all good too. Um, I think the other thing that we're also very, very active in is when you download the app uh, in the side menu there, we have a little uh, button that allows you to add feedback, vote on features. We, we kind of build everything in public. So we, we let you know what things we're working on, what things we're thinking about. And we post surveys in there. So we're always getting feedback from the players that are there. And we listen. Like we look at those and review those every day. So a lot of our features and things that we build are directly from the people that are using the app. So when you do download the app, definitely go in. Don't be shy to give us that feedback because we're highly capable of building those, which I also think is is rare in this space where when you want something done or new or built, it may never get done. Or if anything, it'll take five years, like you said, before it comes out. (laughs) Um, We work really fast and we listen to a lot of those things too. So we're trying to build this as a community and we're going to listen to everybody as we do it. Cause at the end of the day, that's how we believe we're going to build the, the best app. Yeah. And I love that you mentioned that because you've referenced feedback a few times in this chat and it, I've been on an app that was in beta and it was kind of funny. They had a lot of users and they're now uh full, full blown, but they would always say like, we hear you, but like nothing would change. And you're like, okay. So it's good to see that you guys are literally like taking the feedback and implementing changes almost automatically. So yeah, like I told you um, before this call, I, I'm almost in a thousand meetings with players. So I, I schedule multiple a week. I try to do multiple a day where I reach out to folks that are playing and using Rally, getting their feedback, asking them questions. And I'm at 990 since we since earlier this year. <laughs> well, you can count me um, as one. I, okay, 991. <laughs> We're right there. Um, so, and that's just me. We have a few other folks that do the same thing. So we are definitely listening and, and working together and trying to build something great here. And it's always kind of cool, obviously not to be like the first now downloaded, but to be at the beginning stage of like someone that's using the app and to watch it grow and like continue and be like, Hey, I remember when like a year ago. The funny thing is, is that we have so many people and we get excited about this, where we get a lot of feedback of this is the best tennis app that I've ever seen. And it's great to be reminded of that because on our side, we're like, oh, we we see ahead and we can be like, oh, six months, just wait. Like six months from now, it's twice as good or three times as good, which is, again, another opportunity where in the tennis space, you do a little and you get a lot because there hasn't been a lot of investment necessarily um, across the level here. But we're we're planning on doing so, so much more here. Um, We kind of joke internally that it's like we want to build a tennis empire um, to help improve the whole level of tennis across the board. Um, so there's so much that still needs to be done. And we get so excited to, to see all that. I love it. And I was going to ask, I'm not very up to date on all the tennis apps, but what sets your app apart from any others? Yeah, I think the biggest problem that tennis apps have in general 
is, and it's something that we haven't solved really yet either, is how do you get everybody to continually be engaged with the app? So we're very focused on building features that pull people back in. A lot of that comes from having a lot of active players in an area. So, you know, in Colorado, we have uh, closing in on 100 in the practice partner, but in my like 4-0 league, we have almost 45 people. So having 45 players that are looking for matches every week is the first step. How do we get a lot of players in there, which we have. But then also building features that pull those people back in, make it easier to connect. Uh, we mentioned this earlier. We're all busy. Our schedules are hectic. We want to make it easy for you to say, hey, I'm looking for a match today, tonight, you know, Wednesday night. How do I find somebody to play with? Um, so we're focusing on building features and already have a lot of those features to, to make that possible. So I think the biggest separator, and it, it's not even to talk down in any of the apps that are out there already because they're all fantastic. But our focus is primarily in how do we get players to actively come into the app and play more tennis? If for you that's five times a week, we're going to make that possible for you. If it's once a month, we're going to make that possible for you too. Awesome. And I have to throw in a shameless plug because I know everyone listening is like hardcore in their tennis and everyone always asks like, what's the best way to demo a racket? And we always kind of say like, get a demo, play with it. So you guys listening out there, demo for rackets, go set yourself up with a partner, play that session with that racket. And then the next set up another one and switch to a different racket and go from there. So could be such a good way. Yeah. Like yeah, you have to play. Yeah. You, you have, have to, to put play. in the time. You have to swish a little bit. Um, absolutely. It's, it's just going to take time to, to do that. Yeah. And this is such an easy way when people are like, well, I only play on Tuesday nights. Exactly. Well, <laughs> now we got you. <laughs> we have players, uh, a lot of players that join from USTA and those places that are in that exact same boat where they go, I used to play, I want to get better. And the only real, I believe, the only way to get better, especially at 3, 5, 4, 0, 4, 5 plus, is you have to play other people at your level. And if you're only playing, you know, Thursday nights at 6 p.m. once a week, you're, it's not that it's hard to get better, but you need to play more to do that. So we have a lot of folks that will join Rally and play, you know, four matches outside of their USTA side. And we've got some feedback coming in. We're like, my USTA team is blown away that I've gotten better over the last month or two um, because I'm playing a lot more tennis. And that's where I come from. And I want to play a lot of tennis daily if I can. And that was really the biggest problem I was trying to solve early is I couldn't accomplish that with any other app out there. So maybe that's the better answer to your question earlier. What really separates us is I could not schedule seven matches a week or seven hitting partners a week in any other app. If, if I spend a full-time effort doing it, um, I think I have, I've had a match every day for the past two weeks. I have matches already scheduled out for the next 10 days. Um, it's an unfair advantage, obviously, because this is kind of my job. So I get paid to do this. But there's other people that are in our leagues that are in the exact same boat that play almost daily because we we allow them to do that and we make it easy for them to do that. I love it. We're feeding the addiction, you guys. <laughs> it is kind of that. Yeah, it is that way for a lot of tennis players, for sure. No, it's good. It's so good. I love it. That's awesome. Well, I, I don't know if you guys have a social channel. Sorry, I didn't do uh, all of my homework, but. Yeah, play rally tennis. Um, at Play Rally Tennis on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, probably more active on, on Instagram, or at least will be kind of going forward. We're planning on doing more giveaways. Um, we did a, a partner give, partnership giveaway at Tennis Warehouse. We'll continue to do some more giveaways over the coming weeks. So definitely check us out there and follow us there. We also are going to start posting more updates, news events, features, and those types of things. But I think beyond that, most of our communication comes when you've downloaded the app. So once you have downloaded it, we're very active in reaching out, talking, you know, stuff's going to be popping up in the app where we're announcing new things. So a lot of our stuff kind of comes through there. Awesome. And rallytennis.com, you can download the app. And like I said, less than five, less than two minutes to <laughs> upload. I had to remember my iTunes password, but <laughs> that yeah. was the hardest part. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, we, uh, and then it's, it's free to get started. So like literally going in, especially if you're, you know, we're talking about LA and New York, but we are in 275 markets and we're, we're still new. So if you are in an area where there's not that many players there, reach out to us. Um, we're focused on building up a lot of these areas simultaneously. 
But um, we have uh, like Lexington, Kentucky is another one that pops up where they kind of, they went through the roof. They reached out and they said, hey, there's not that many players here. We were able to kind of allocate whether it was marketing spend or just attention on those areas. And now it's up to like 75 players. Wow. So getting, you know, let us help you in some ways. Um, the other thing that we've had trouble with, so to speak, in some areas is they sign up, they create an account and they're like, oh, you know, I'm just going to wait until more people join. And it's like, no, 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 we need you here so that more people can kind of come in. It's kind of a chicken or egg problem. So download the app. If there's not enough players near you, let us know. We're going to help you. Um, if there are, yeah, it's it's free to join those practice leagues. It's it's one of those things where once you get started, we have no doubt that if you're interested in playing more tennis, we're going to solve that problem for you. Awesome. Well, it sounds like a win-win to me. I'm going to enjoy finding people to play with. If anyone's in San Luis Obispo, get me on, find me on Rally Tennis. <laughs> we'll get that. that we're going to make a, we're going to make that city a priority. It's going to be gonna say. A, a tennis mecca now. Um, <laughs> I'll get the play uh, testers. (laughs) Definitely get the play testers on. Like I said, even if it is just a tennis warehouse team that are competing against each other, you have your own little mini league there. Oh my gosh. We're so competitive. We don't need (laughs) it gets bad, but we do sometimes do like a Friday league or yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, you should make that public just so we have like bragging rights. Like, yeah. We are going to do uh, the practice league. Like I said, one of the features we'll build in is that you can make it visible, but not joinable. So if you have a link, you can share it so that any of your viewers or folks could go to it, see it and be like, oh, I want to see did Michelle win that match that she had last Friday type of thing. But they won't be yes. able to join, but they can spectate from afar and see some of those things. Spectate and trash talk. I love it. No, that's awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me, Matt. This is, I'm really excited about the app and to see it grow. And for anyone listening out there, I would love to actually hear from you guys if you're already on it or if you've downloaded it. So feel free to reach out to us and otherwise go download the app. What are you waiting for? <laughs> yes. That's what we say too. Yeah. Awesome. Happy hitting. And thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for listening. Make sure to rate and review this podcast wherever you download your episodes. And be sure to visit our websites for all of the tennis deals at tenniswarehouse.com, tenniswarehouseeurope.com, and tennisonly.com.au. Hope you enjoyed this episode. And until next time, happy hitting. Happy hitting.